You're listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. You can find more interviews and features at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. Amelia Freebie here at Riot Fest with the members of Kitten Forever. How are you today? Awesome. Doing wonderful. Sweaty. Yeah, it's sweaty. We're having a good time, though. <laughs> yeah. um, so you kicked off the last day of Riot Fest 2017 with a really great set. How did it feel to be on stage? It was good, yeah. I mean, we're like a historically like a basement band, I guess. So it's like a little crazy for us whenever we play on a big stage like that. Um, and I'm never always sure like if it's going to transfer accurately or something, you know, like the energy. But I had a super good time and uh, I think that hope other people did too, I guess. I don't know. It's always like a little nerve wracking for us, but it was fun. Yeah. yeah. Is Riot Fest the biggest fest you've played yet? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Riot Fest is the biggest one we played. Um, we played some other big shows in our uh, hometown of Minneapolis, but um, this is definitely probably the biggest thing we've done. And we played... We played Riot Fest last year, but last year, it was funny because last year we headlined on the smallest stage, and then so this year we opened on a on like the big, the radical stage, which is not the biggest stage, but it was like a weird upgrade, you know, so. We also had like a really cool built-in audience of all the Paramore fans who are waiting for them <laughs> since like gates opened, yeah. so that was great. <laughs> Just like singing Paramore lyrics yeah, to all the yeah, Kids Forever so songs. Singing Paramore in their headphones yeah. <laughs> while we play. <laughs> Um, so I want to talk a little bit about like your approach to making music. So can you tell the listeners like how the band got together in the first place? Yeah, we were, um, Corey and I went to high school together in a suburb of Minneapolis and we played in bands together through uh, a local youth center called The Garage. Um, and it's not, sorry, not like a Christian thing, like a community thing. Um, <laughs> And we, you know, we were coming up to Minneapolis to go to punk shows, um, and we, through the music and the art scene, met Liz, and uh, we were both at, we were all at a show together, and in the basement, we, like, Corey and I had a furtive conversation, like, off to the side, we are like, that girl's really cool, we want to hang out with her more, what do we do? And we're like, let's start a band with her. <laughs> and so, she was standing right behind us, of course, and so we just turned around really frighteningly and just whispered, do you want to be in a band with us? And of course she said yes, and that was 11 years ago now, so we've been a band ever since. Yeah. That's so exciting. I love that, like, secret girl crush in public and, like, all the nerves it takes to be like, okay, we're going to talk to her, we're going to talk to her. It's also, like, a story that never gets old because it's just me being, like, like wooed or whatever. I was like, yeah, let's more. Tell Let's talk story. about it more. Tell story about how you thought I was cool. I love it. It's yeah. <laughs> my favorite story. Um, so, you've been a band for a really long time then. How do you feel like you've like grown and changed since that basement 11 years ago? Okay. Um, well, for the first like six or seven years we were a band, we just were like a, like I, I, me, Corey played drums. Laura played bass. Liz saying we were just like a traditional lineup band or whatever. And then uh, after X amount of time, we were sort of like, okay, like 
we've been a band for like seven years. We're just bass and drums and singing. Like, what are we, I don't know. There's only so many songs you can write like that. So um, we just like on a whim at some point, we're like, what if we all switched instruments? Uh, Cause both me and Laura knew how to play drums. We both knew how to play bass. We played other instruments in other bands. So then we just decided to start switching instruments so that we could like each get a turn to sing and front the band. And me and Laura were always like also starting side projects. We're trying to start side projects where we were like fronting the band, but we all only always come back to just like only liking being in Kitten Forever kind of. And we all worked well together. So uh, then we just decided to incorporate every band we ever wanted to start outside of the band into the band. Um, like you're your own super group essentially yeah, 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 yeah basically <laughs> yeah exactly and which has been really awesome because then it was like it's like you're in the same band but you're like a new band and like learning how to like play instruments that you're not used to playing and we also all agreed like right away that one of our most hated things as like people who watch a lot of bands is when bands switch instruments when they're playing because it's so boring and it's like, you'll be like seeing a really cool show and then the energy will drop and then people switch and they're gonna hand the thing off and they're tuning and then you're just standing there being like, yeah, it's just like boring, you know? So we're like, well, we don't wanna do that. How do we make sure that no one ever feels that way while they're watching us? So then we tried to like build in all these like weird ways that we could switch instruments without ever like stopping the song or stopping the energy of our set, which is how that sort of came about. important to you when you're like creating a crowd space what kind of experience do you want your fans to have because we came from playing basement shows and that's like how we got our start playing you know in bands it's we want to create that energy pretty much no matter where we end up playing and so even if it's on a big stage like this we want to make it feel like okay you're right here with us you're on the ground level with us we're not like you know 10 feet towering above you with our you know image projection projected behind us so the people in the back can see we want it to be like oh you're here like like crushing into us and like sweating with us and holding our hands and like screaming along with us and all that stuff like we want it to be really you know not like in your face but like very almost like communal you know like we don't we don't like to have we kind of intentionally like don't have a hierarchy in the band for that reason so it's like we're all on the same level with each other and we're all on the same level with the crowds that come and see us too yeah i love that that's a really like beautiful way to put that um where did the name Kitten Forever come from? You have no, no idea. idea. Honestly, like, I feel like after being a band for like a year, what, however that story came about has like escaped us. And we get asked all the time, where did that name come from? And it's like, I don't know. Like we all lived together when we started the band or me and Laura lived together and then Liz moved in with us shortly afterwards. And we lived in the dish punk house that just got torn down like this week, actually. Rest in peace, pocket knife. Uh, but uh, poor Laura's pouring some water on the ground. Um, <laughs> And uh, I don't know. We like at one. I, it has something to do with Liz's cat that lived with us at the time. It was like yeah, he's like very ageless and has always looked like a beautiful baby like cat. Very large kitten. Yeah, he's very large. Yes. <laughs> he's Seventeen cat. pound kitten. Um, <laughs> but the thing that's funny about that story too is the only thing we can remember is that we were almost called Drill Team, yeah. which like is just weird. And but that's the only part we know. And I don't remember any other name we thought about. 
I don't remember anything. We don't know why we're called what we're called. We blacked cool out. Cool story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, on that note, <laughs> um, what are you what are you looking forward to seeing at Riot Fest today? Um, we have a, a schedule we made of our bands we're st- all stoked about. It starts with well, that dog. But we're gonna. I think we're probably gonna just eat instead of seeing that time. <laughs> um, but no um dinosaur jr um jawbreaker oh jawbreaker obviously i mean yeah, whatever yeah. i don't feel like i shouldn't even have to say it it's funny because the uh the one band that like we also really love that was playing is uh the band upset they played at the exact same time as us they're like friends yeah. of ours so that kind of sucked because we like were playing at the same time had to miss them um, we were yeah. stoked about Reviver, but we missed them. We missed Reviver because they were playing yesterday, and we didn't get here till late. Um, but yeah, I mean, Jawbreaker. Obviously, everyone's excited to see Jawbreaker. But well, I want to see that dog, and I just want them to play that play Minneapolis. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's great. All right, well, thanks so much for making time to chat, and I hope you have a really great day at the fest. Thanks Thank so you. You can find this and other Chirp Radio interviews and podcasts at chirpradio.org slash podcasts.